friends, welcome back to another stunning episode of the Film Alchemist Podcast. The show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined as always by my friend, co-host, and number six, Alex Tandino. <laughs> I named my co-host now as I cut him up for experimenting. All right, before today's just shocking thrill ride of an episode a little bit of business people it's official your friends here at the film alchemist we're on patreon that's right patreon.com slash film alchemist pod it's the best way to support the show it's the best way to make the show exactly what you want it to be guys you can join our patreon for as little as a dollar a month and meet the community see what we're growing over there and if you can as you climb the official highlander tier ranking systems you can specifically select the movies you want to hear us talk about in our Patreon exclusive library. We got a lot of fun stuff we're doing over there. Uh, always working on ideas for more content, short series. Uh, you get a vote on our two Patreon exclusive episodes every month. So a lot of good stuff over there. We work real hard to try to make it worth your time and money. So again, that's patreon.com slash film alchemist pod. Yep, yep. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who supports us, and thank you for those of you who are about to. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. That's Film Alchemist. See our faces, you lucky, lucky devils. Hey. Uh, email us, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Find us on all the social on. We're easy to get a hold of, and we love to hear from you. One zero 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 one one zero zero. And anyways, neither here nor there. Speaking of algorithmic overlords... Leave a rating and review. Help us crush these algorithmic, goddamn, psychotic, psychic monkeys that be taking us down, kneecapping us, climbing into our attics. We definitely did Five it to ourselves, stars, but sure. Yeah, a couple sentences about why you like the show helps us find more people and their safety in numbers, as we learn from Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds and this movie tonight. Without further ado, guys, it's enough business. Let's put business aside. When we were kids, we talked business. When we were grownups, we talked about silly stuff. Like monkey like shines. Like face sits and monkey shines. That's right. So here we are, uh, coming to an end of our <laughs> Animals Attack the Pod anniversary curation. It was a great month, man. I have loved this, this so much. This was really good. <laughs> it actually reminded me of how excited we were starting the pod. Yeah. And of all the curations, why we picked Animal Attacks, because we just love these movies. They're fucking fun and amazing. So we've had a great run, so I hope you guys have enjoyed all that. We've had some also great movies on our Patreon, patreon.com slash filmalchemist. <laughs> I'll never stop getting you. <laughs> so much um, business. But today, we talk about George Romero's Monkey Shine. Now, this movie was a very interesting one to find as a young lad. This is one of those classic. This had one of the greatest VHS box covers. It really did. In the horror movie section, right? It was one of those like, ding, ding, ding. Always like the wind-up symbol monkeys. Always curious. Evil looking, right? So you saw that and you're like, holy shit. I don't know if this is how about that? like How about that I don't fucking, know if this is uh, demons. That fucking poem on the front cover, too? That was on there, too. That's on the, the poster. Poem? Yeah, there's like a little poem on the poster. It was on the cover, too. On the VHS cover. <laughs> I just remember the, the satanic fucking monkey because <laughs> it kind of looks like the child's play two cover right yeah yeah no it's a garbage <laughs> any, cover it's a garbage poem but it's an awesome cover <laughs> i mean after watching the movie it doesn't seem to be really steeped oh, in no. a literary tradition I'm saying it well oddly you odd, odd you would say that it certainly is steeped in literature of some kind but <laughs> anywho 
amazing box art, right? So I was like, I got to see this fucking movie. What I managed to try to suss out as an 11-year-old child is a tale of body horror trapped in your own body. Sure. Uh, monkeys trained to help out the disabled. Scientists who can inject themselves with some kind of brain shavings to not go to sleep. Yeah. You just Injecting need shavings, monkeys, by the way. Face sits. Uh, psychotic monkey vision. A mom that just made me desperately uncomfortable. Um, this was just a baffling array of fist punching my brain. And not at all the movie I expected. Uh, but a memorable one indeed. Alex. First thoughts on Monkey Shack. <laughs> it's just a fun title to say. I made my seven-year-old watch this today, and every time the monkey did anything, he went, Monkey Shad. <laughs> so now I have that to look forward oh, to. Hunter, you're the best. It uh, was great. <laughs> yeah. Monkey Shines is uh, an experiment in fear, for those of you who don't know. Uh, an experiment <laughs> in fear. An experiment of really throwing words around. More yeah. Like. It's a weird... <laughs> Again, like, so it's 1988. This is like this. It's one of those amazing movies that just like doesn't really function in reality of actual science. Like the even like the pseudoscience of like a movie like Altered States still has some basis in reality somewhere. This is literally like this doctor is like doing cocaine shavings into a into a vial, like. If I put the brains if I cut, in a syringe and inject it in a monkey's ass, they'll get smart. If I, I just it. if I freeze dry brains and take some shavings of it, like it's I mean, again, I, that was like one of my favorite scenes in the movies. I'm just like, that's just pure poppycock. But overall, <laughs> the movie is so I mean, very funny. Like so entertaining in yeah. a lot of ways. Like unintentionally yeah. funny in some ways, but then there is this sort of locked-in thing that is very scary. That is the body horror aspect. Like, that is terrifying. Again, it kind of gets shot to hell pretty much immediately. Like, here's the thing. If you're running around with a backpack full of bricks, I feel less <laughs> bad for you somehow. Yeah. he's there is There was a spinal trauma in his future. Yeah. It was going to happen anyways. One way or another, yeah. <laughs> Just that aggressive, hard yoga twisting, too. I was like, "That's yeah, that guy's going to slip a disc. Yeah, for sure. Just like hard, butt-naked yoga. Just like his taint on yeah. that really low thread count carpet. I was yeah, absolutely. He was but, yeah. fully going to just like break himself in half anyways. Yeah. So, again, the, the, op <laughs> the opener to this movie, too, is so like... It starts the way a lot... I, I think this is because Romero... Like, there's a lot of like things in this movie that don't work for people who are not associated who are not understanding like a george romero but also just like the genre like my wife watched this with me and the whole time she was just like i actually took video of it because i was just like i have to i have to remember some of the things she said and the one thing she mentioned that she could not get over was like who dressed this mother like have they ever seen mothers ever is she just given up and i'm like yes that is the whole point of the movie like that's the I have to say the most shocking thing about Monkey Shine now in my mind is that of all the fucking things this movie's throwing at Andrea, she picked out the fashion. That oh, is I mean, that's pretty much a baffling. That's my that's my <laughs> wife to a T. Like I mean, it is her her profession, but 
she would. So yeah, we get we get a hard brick running intro. Hilarious. Dog lunges out. He gets hit by a dump truck, right? Yeah. You know this movie's going in a weird direction, right? Not only do they just do that pirouette shot. Uh, uh, like he's floating. Uh, it reminded me of the the girls on trampoline shot at the end of the man show when we were kids. Yep. I was like, uh, yep. holy crap. Like every kid at school is like, did you see that? And you're like, what? What is this thing? I'm a boy, not a man. Uh, neither here nor there. They go into surgery, right? And Stanley Tucci's just coming in. Oh, like, my God. Shit, the, the Tucci is coming movie. in just with the swagger. And he just comes in and he's like, his ass is hairier than yours. To the nurse. To the nurse. Like, oh, okay. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing one of these. Um, I will say, though, for how strange this movie starts, I will say I do think they captured... This is something that does fucking scare me. Oh, yeah. As I get older. Um, Because I'll tell you the scene that really fucked me up today was just watching him try to remember, like, the basic numbers. So, like, open the windows, close. He's trying to, like, read so he can go back to school. He's got that fucking, like, straw in his mouth. Yep. And it just, it really captures in a pretty simple way, like, oh, my God. Every single thing is just so much more involved and difficult. Yeah. But you're like, all right, this guy's like a hardcore guy. He's going to fight through it. When he comes in and finds his friend with the fucking bag over his head. Yeah. It's fucking brutally that, scary. That and so that, that segment actually like really got me this time. Yeah. The bag over the head beat was the scariest part of the movie, to be honest with you. That and the <laughs> yeah. fact and that and the part where he his mom walked out of the bathroom while he was giving getting a bath. And that just like wide shot of him in that swing the ba- the bathing swing or whatever that is where he's just sitting there that those two well, there's images, just so much of that that like we don't have to like even when me. the doctor is yeah. like i'm prescribing you a scotch and he sees the girl kind of looking at him and when they lock eyes she whips around so you're like oh my god everyone's just talking about him yeah he has his scotch in a sippy cup like she has to and i was like imagine just not even being able to like grab a drink yeah um and it is one of those movies like this is not something that gets a lot of representation on screen. So it was one of those. You're like, God, it just, you know, I don't have to spend a lot of time imagining that kind of stuff. Right. And I was like, OK, I, I'm feeling where the movie's going. The introduction of the monkey. <laughs> well, can we start with the friend, the Jeffrey? Film. So Jeffrey, the friend yeah. is the scientist who basically. <laughs> is the one doing cocaine lines of brain tissue. But yeah. first and foremost... Just because he doesn't want to stay... A, if he doesn't sleep every two days, right? He lives... Like yeah, that's like... So it's a day. different serum he's taking to stay awake, which I'm assuming is just like... it, Like, it's red. So I assume it's just like like melted airheads and cocaine inside a single uh, serving. Could be. So, Could like, be. he's... So he's, yeah, he's, his, his, like... <laughs> I love the scene where he's doing his math. Of like, it's like basically by the time I'm fifty, even if I die by the time I'm fifty, I'll live till sixty-five. I'm like, that's still pretty young to die, man. Good lord! Like, well, there's also a quality over quantity argument to be yeah. had here, Jeffy. Come on, <laughs> every time you leave the fucking F-A? tomb, you scare the normals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're your walking iridescent skin. Yeah, you're walking. <laughs> you're walking around like the invisible man. My God, yeah. Sir. You're um, busting your ass, creating like groundbreaking science. You got a car that can't even close the door. You got yeah. no fucking respect. Real quality uh, of life yeah. issue I have with Jeffy's uh, Je- with Jeffy's uh, 
prognosis there. But yeah, the introduction of the monkey. I feel like if Jeffrey gave himself one dose, which we do see later, but if Jeffrey just took like one dose, he'd be like, I got to make some changes, man. Like this is <laughs> if Jeff going made, my way. If Jeff gave himself one dose, it would be the monkey Ella staring at him and be like, you see what you did to yourself? Are you looking at yourself right now? Like, Finally, motherfucker. Can we talk? And he goes, I need help. <laughs> Jeffy needs help. Let's go. Actually, you know what's funny? The other <laughs> night I was watching, uh, I was watching Road Trip. And it'd be like that scene where uh, that dude's smoking weed and talks to the dog. Like, hey, make that have that bitch make me some blueberry pancakes. Like, that's yeah. that's the scene we would have gotten if Jeffy had taken. I love how we're saying Jeffy, like from Family Circus. That's what you call little Jeffs, like kid Jeffs. And he right. lives like a child, right? We had a neighbor named Jeff, and it'd always be, Jeffy, time for snacky, bedtime. And so, yeah, I always think of, like, little kid Jeffs as that. And that's what I mean. This is a man who's living... Foolishly, I want to ask you a question. Please. Do you think Jeffrey honestly thought he was helping his friend? No, not even close. You think this was all the time experimentation? Yeah, I mean, it's when it f- goes south, we see Jeffrey being like, at the start, it was right. It was yeah. noble. I mean, it was after he got sh- shook down by fucking Stephen Root, another yeah. amazing cast. Oh, dude, yeah, for real. I mean... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, when you fuck up that bad, I guess you can convince yourself of anything. Like, but come on. But I'm saying, just knowing this guy, he seems to be like a genuinely good friend to this guy, right? No, he doesn't. <laughs> well, at the start, like they had days, right? This is like a, hey, we'll always have Paris kind of thing. Paris just being like a shitty dorm room with boob posters all over it. Yeah. What I I'm mean... saying is, do you think there's any chance that little Jeffy sleep-deprived, iridescent skin was actually, like, in his mind, like, this might work out. No, I think the whole time he was like, I need... Like, no, he the whole time he's like, I need to test this. The only way I'm going to get the funding, the only way I'm going to be able to do anything is if I test this. Here's a freebie. I'm going to take it. Yeah. I do wonder what the intelligence test was that he was going to present to blow the... I think he was trying to hide Ella from Stephen Root's scalpel. Yeah, because I'm with you. I actually I think he was probably mostly full of shit and he saw an opportunity. Absolutely. Like, there's no way there's no there's no other way to think about it. Like, come on. Like, there's, that's I just, wanted to give Jeff the benefit of the doubt. There's no right? benefit of the doubt for Jeffy. He did. He made his bed and then he got stabbed in it. I'm know? saying that one of the other kind of subplots of this movie that's absolutely horrifying is how once this man loses his agency, right? His ability to be in charge of himself and this and that, how absolutely fast everyone turns on him or just uses him for whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so his fiance just immediately starts fucking the surgeon, hey, comes hey. to the fucking hospital where he's in there to pick up Stanley Tucci, right? To be uh, fair. The nurse, just fucking two- constantly abusing him. The mom doing whatever the fuck. Him and the mom have some big fucking problems. To be fair. It would be a nice thought to think that little Jeffy was fucking the only guy that didn't do that. Because other than that, who in this movie did not betray be- him or use his body? Melanie. Did she? I mean, okay, that's true. She did, she did, she did let him have mouth sex on her. Uh, I... You think that was a funding issue? 
She's like, this is going to look great in a pamphlet. I think. I'll tell you this. If you, you will sell more face sits than trained monkeys. That's a fact. To be fair, listen, with the fiance situation, when the tooch gets loose, there's really no way around it. Like, that is what it is. All right? That, that is. I don't blame her for saying, hey. Look, the tooch has. Life. I selfishly cannot do this. You cannot be fucking in the hospital where the tooch has capuchin monkey like animal magnetism. It's un- it's impossible to pass up. There's just there's just no way around it. I you know It is impressive cuz he's like a early male pattern baldness kind of guy and he still yeah. always had that power. Well, yeah, that's that like really listen. That's that really intense italianness. Like I have a lot of that italianness cool. is very strong. Yeah gross this character really leaned into that i have a lot of respect for the two like just three extra sprays of cologne on the jersey shore level of power is that the fact that there was no pinky ring is shocking to me that should have (laughs) happened there was there was there was but he only wears it during sex (laughs) (laughs) this is my boning ring eh? my grandpa used to fuck my grandma oh wait listen i got my uh listen i got my spinal surgery and then we'll go down to the shore hey oh hey really leaning in i i don't blame her for getting out no i don't either that's an enormous i do but also you don't if if this were me and amy was like because i know my wife would say i'll stay yeah and just give everything to you and i'd say you know what hire a nurse come visit me watch movies with me go do whatever right like you don't have to if you don't want to Mm-hmm. It's a big responsibility, man. So I do think there is some some introspection, weirdly enough, from Monkey Shine about, well, no, okay, that's a lie. Everything I just said was an exact lie because there's really no introspection. It's just like, look at this whore yeah. trying to leave the man she's not married to who probably was not the nicest guy before. No, he seemed uh, like there's a lot of douchebaggery going on, but. You know, again, it's hard though. It's hard to tell because, yeah, like that is a huge, obviously massive life event. So, yeah, it's going to take some time to adjust. You can't be that mad at him for being like super upset and kind of pissed. I don't think the movie gives her debate phase an adequate. This this whole movie, I imagine, does not pass muster with the differently abled community no not even close i mean there's no I, way i mean it has the super ableist ending uh oh thank god that nightmare's over i'm fixed and can walk again yeah. and it's like oh so you literally only put him in this scenario to do monkey shines on him right um which is not a good look no not a good look at all uh for a tale that seems like a guy who's like figuring it out a little bit adjusting showing some perseverance right. and then they just kind of fuck all that up at the end. <laughs> but i don't know here's my question okay do you think so once the monkey because him once ella and uh alan become real close like he's okay just... so just before because some people listen to these without watching the movie. oh yeah okay cool the the thesis of this drug theorem is that he's going to inject this monkey it's going to get super smart what it actually seems to do is yes the monkey's super smart but somehow gets a mind meld with uh, our main guy, yeah. 
by like who's not on the drug by like intelligence and uh, telekinetic osmosis somehow yeah, something because when she runs through the night, he has said it's like Avatar, right? It's like the prequel. Oh, to that's Avatar. a good way to put it. Yeah, he fucking goes to sleep and he runs yeah. on the legs There's and knuckles of a real monkey, cool right? monkey vision thing. Yeah, monkey vision. Yeah. yeah, Hunter loved monkey vision, of right? Course. So we watch it run around. There's even scenes where he begins to manifest what look like the monkey teeth. Yeah, yeah, right. Like he's got monkey fucking incisors and stuff. Absolutely. So. I don't know what or how the science of this happens, but there is this this melding of Ella and Mitch. Is it fucking Mitch? What the guy? No, Alan. Yeah, Alan. 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 There is a melding here. Different, different fucking square guy name. Yeah, yeah. There is a melding of these two creatures. Uh, what did you make of the the Ella Alan fucking Doctor Moreau like hybrid? <laughs> I mean, my, uh, my all, you know, I mean, how many movies have we seen where it's sort of, it's not this, like, this is very, this is sort of different. How many movies have we seen really where people, like, all the worst things about them become manifested by, like, providence of something that's supposed to help them? It's a really interesting thing, and I feel like this comes up a lot in, 80s horror particularly is like this thing that's supposed to be helpful this thing's supposed to not just move humanity forward but give somebody a new lease on life for instance Mm -hmm. always ends up being shitty like and i and because like and i don't want to say it's just the absolute power corrupts absolutely that just seems like such a lazy diagnosis for what that is but like if you think about the 80s and what was going on then and especially like this was george romero's first or second studio feature like Romero always had his finger on the pulse as far as like societal norms societal breakdown those kinds of things so like for me it's almost this reflection of the 80s like there's this level of like of course someone who is basically trapped inside themselves manifests this manifests this external this ability to exert the energy that you can't exert when you're just stuck. So the monkey becomes instead this it's obviously it becomes much more animalistic, but it becomes this exertion of your fear, your anxiety and all these things that really, uh, that really were like pertinent to 1980. It was the middle of the cold war. It was the Reagan administration. People were broke. Like it's a very specific thing. I think it's one of the that's like one of the three scary stories, right? As Stephen King broke down. Yeah. This is definitely a fear of science and technology. Sure. Right? I think the movie kind of shoots itself in the foot because it, it's like, look at what these these apes can do. Right. And right. look at what science can do. And the, now we have a, a drug that's going to make this creature super smart. Right. Um, But when you juxtapose whatever Ella becomes, you're like still probably better than the nurse he had. <laughs> Uh, she sucked she was not good so you're kind of like you know oh look at these good hard-working americans are losing jobs that they're good at and they won't kill you and then you're like that bird was gonna kill that fuck i love how the nurse tried to blame because she's like an all a live-in nurse essentially and she tried to blame all the troubles on the monkey i'm like that is an animal lady like he like well, bitches at her about how dirty he's the whole really place is. not nice to his nurse no but she seems really not dude. nice to him so the scene nice. that kind of breaks it, right? This is where we start to see Ella's transformation too. Mm-hmm. 
is <laughs> the nurse yells at him, right? Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. You'll do what? Right? Because she knows he can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. They're fighting at each other about Ella. She goes in the other room, and I'm just telling you for a fact, she released her bird oh, with the kill word. absolutely did that. The bird goes in and lands directly on his face and starts, like, pecking him and clawing him, right? Yeah. He's like, ah, Marianne, Marianne. She comes in, gets Humphrey Bogart, that's the bird's name, of course, off of course. his face. Of he almost rolls out of the bed. She rich, rips his PJ. She pulls him back, stares him dead in the eye, and just goes, yeah, give me the strength. And I was like, this sack of shit yeah. nurse. This is Which not the nurse Which leads Ella you need. to. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, you know, you get control of that bird or it's fucking dead. I'll kill it. You know, I'll and she's like, you'll do nothing, right? She does the Conor McGregor. You'll do fucking nothing. Right. Uh, so Ella gets out and does something, right? Fucking snaps this bird up and leaves it in her fucking slipper, right? So Love an that. extra level of deranged fuck you. Right. So I actually thought this was like a cool turnaround scene. But again, again, kind of undercutting the science is bad when that nurse is just so awful. I mean, again, science is bad, yet sometimes there is a purpose for it. And fucking with that is a true monkey shine to fuck with your nurse in that regard. Well, so, if because it started was with her not putting, in this toxic fucking yeah. room, well, this was my debate, right? Hunter was like. Getting all riled up. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, I'm fucking mad at this monkey. He's like, this monkey's fucking evil. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, this is a classic tale, right? That is a monkey that was kidnapped right, from its habitat, right? Yes. Yep. Or raised in captivity, locked in a cage, right? This intelligent creature experimented on. They're fucking with it at a genetic level, right? Right. Mutating it, stabbing it, doing whatever. And it finds this guy and it finds like they they have a really nice bonding there's that fucking moment where he's like overexerting himself and ella shuts the lights off puts on a tape and just hugs him and i i fucking felt that in my bones like as a dad right you're like that moment when your kid just crawls on you because they just want nothing more in the world to just like be with you yeah we have it's something that like as adults we rarely have but kids lock into those moments like i just need we had this spiritual we had this like knockdown drag out tonight before we put him to bed with with henry and same thing happened like he got real cute and he got real quiet he hugged andrea and like i left the room because he was just like not having it with others and then i went in to say goodnight to him and it was the same thing like he was just like he blew me a kiss and i'm just like yeah there it is and that's what i'm saying right so i was trying to explain to hunter i'm like that's not a monster right that's a creature that you know through all of this harsh reality found something so the question in the movie is, does Ella unlock Alan's animalistic rage or vice versa? And I feel like it's the other way around. I feel like Alan is mad at the world. Oh, He's yeah, been absolutely. this, I can outrun, destroy everything. He puts that into Ella, too. He is injecting the monkey with his own law. of. The, he does that whole thing, right? The law of the jungle. And I'm like, bitch, you put that in Ella. You're the one who said... I'm going to kill that fucking bird and you couldn't. So yeah. Ella did it for you. Oh yeah. When no. they do monkey vision, he's the one who shuts off, not the ape. And at the end, the nurse, you know, face writer tries to absolve him, right? Like who did that? The monkey or you, the monkey. And it's like, well, yeah, now that you fucking set him I, out, put wanted posters everywhere. I, I don't, think I, there's I don't, I, any... I was trying to explain to Hunter. I don't think Ella is yeah. a monster. No, not at all. Thing. She's the, she's the, 
she's the arbiter of the she's the arbiter of the ill will that Alan feels towards the world. And I think that that I mean I don't think anybody can be under the assumption that it's Ella. It's it's all it's all Alan. Well, that was my that was my lawyer argument. I'm like, well, did you think King Kong was the bad guy and deserved to get shot off that building? He goes, no. Yeah. I'm like, exact same fucking thing. Yeah. Like if if you had just left Ella in the jungle. She'd have been cool, man. She'd have been living her her life, right? As Doing Jack Nicholson stuff, said in The Departed, I don't want to be a product of my environment. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, my God. Fair enough. Like that thick-ass Southie accent. That's but no, right. um, I don't know. I, I like this, this journey of the movie, right? Watching the Ella and Alan descend. Yeah. But I do find myself... I blame Alan a lot more, man. Because um, there's the scene, right? Like, obviously, he goes and... Ella lights Stanley Tucci and his ex-girlfriend okay. on fire, like burns them alive in the house. That's yeah. pretty fucked up. That was like such a weird sequence, too, because you get this monkey vision. Uh, maybe maybe it's not, but like all the kills. Yeah. Other than well, no, because first you get the like steamy like Walmart dime novel. Yeah. Where they're like in towels and he's like, mm, let's fuck. Yeah. And that feels like what Alan's imagining in his rage. And then you get the the monkey running up, breaking into the house. You see some feet and like coitus, and then all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden it just goes straight black. The, the, I mean, yeah, the the, the, co- the coital feet are very intense. Like they're yeah. both they're both they're both orgasming at the same time for sure. Like they're it's it's impressive work. But again, that's but the you're saying that you their do? love is what burnt the house down, and Ella's innocent. Oh no, Ella! No, well, Ella didn't do it. That was J- it was it was it was Alan's will that forced Ella's hand. Sure. But Ella strike the match, which is another thing where I'm like, that's a human like that. Yeah. She's not going to strike a match. Neither oh, here yeah. nor there. Right. So this is when Alan, there's a shot in this movie that really fucked me up when he goes, I think Ella did it. And she's making me more angry. Cause he finds out that the doctor might've botched his surgery. And there was something that, yeah. you know, he just kind of missed. It was basically like a misdiagnosis. Seems reasonable and there's a chance he could walk again. Yeah. Yeah, it seems reasonable because you're like, oh, it's a car accident. All right, whatever. Like, just get it fixed. Don't get so fucking mad. But right. he does. So he blames Ella. When he's like, take her, right? Get her out of here. And don't bring her back. There's a shot where Ella, like, holds at the door. And she's like, Ree! Yeah. And she looks at him and he's just like, don't bring her back. And I was like, oh, my God. Look at that fucking, like, he betrayed this fucking ape. Instead of trying to teach this ape. Like, the world doesn't need two more fucking philanderers, right? Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> like, they burned out. Their passion was so hot, it was bound to happen, right? They're just going to combust inside of each other. Absolutely. Like, the end of a true blood death. It's fine. For sure, of course. Like, move up. Like, teach this fucking creature, man. You did it. You fucking did it. The way he passes the buck really fucking bothers me. But I hated seeing Ella get betrayed. So then it does set up this thing at the end where it's like, you know what? Fuck every one of these humans. I was kind of rooting for Ella to take her revenge, man. I was, I guess I was, <laughs> I mean, I was rooting for Ella to take her revenge on the Tooch for sure. I really was. I mean, we all knew the mom was See, coming. Jeffrey, Steven root, not getting got. Yeah. Feels mm-hmm. like a big, that scene when he's just like, well, let's just watch this rat drown. I'm like, Ella has to kill this fucking guy. She's, but like, see that, but that, but hang on though. What you're talking about is something that is Ella's desire. This is a movie about Alan specifically. Alan's yeah. desire is what drives Ella. So 
Stephen Root's death would be meaningless. Yeah. It would only be meaningful to Ella and her cohorts. What I mean, like we all knew the mom was going to get God at some point, and then oh, Jeff he finally got his sleep permanently. But that was like the one. That was the one that I was because I um that actor I've only ever seen him in um of that show episodes on Showtime, and it was mu- it was much older, but. His performance after she act, after she injects him with the um, I can't it's like sodium barbitol or whatever the it's poison called. yeah yeah basically poison he's like hey put in enough to kick down King Kong that like two minute chunk of him slowly dying I was like fuck dude this is like a little bit of a performance here this is kind of in- this is kind of the most engaged I've been in this guy short of well this whole scene right like he does like Ella does that amazing like lightning jump into the house awesome and he's like just screaming at his mother right like you're a shitty mom you're a shitty fucking self-absorbed the mom hits him a lot and there's a pause and she's like you know what good choice I'm gonna do that like six more fucking times just starts beating this fucking guy beats him then she gets got, and then he's like, I'll go soak about it. Ella throws a dryer in with her, gets fucking Jeffrey after eight times of him coming back. And, and Alice just like, dude, get help. Stay here. God damn. Uh, just fucking insane. But yeah, it's, it's kind of sad because Jeffrey, again, he's like, at the start, I wanted to help. You're like, no. Nah, dude. It's too late. It's over. And also, he probably killed all those other monkeys in the lab that were jumping his ass. Oh, yeah. When he tried to, like, psychically link yeah, with Ella. Yeah, when he tries to, like, when he tries to mind meld with Ella and instead has, like, yeah. he, like, has that, you know, you, like, pee yourself because you're trying too hard. It's like yeah. that scene. <laughs> it's that scene from Rules of Attraction where James Vanderbeek takes a bunch of, uh, like, uh, cold medicine and then wakes up having peed himself. That's That was the vibe. It's like, dude, this isn't going to work. You're the worst scientist ever thinking. this. Yeah. Is so I think, yeah, I think that's the, at the end of the movie, I was just like, I'm kind of okay with this until, and this shot was fucking wild because Ellen knocks the, the girlfriend down. She bashes her head on a desk. Yep. And the scene I kept laughing at is he's like, don't like that match. Don't do it. And Ellen's just like, they have a fucking monkey hand, just fucking poking this girl in the so face with great. a match. Like, why won't she burn? And he's like, it was you, you bitch. You're not afraid of fire. And I was like, that scene fucking cracked me up. But I got to say, yeah, because at the end, he's sitting there and he's just like, uh, Ella gets up on him, right? And this is one of the things earlier in the movie. It's like, you can't have male apes because they're, they're, you know, piddlers or whatever. They'll pee everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Drenchers, they called them. So Ella is mad that the girl won't light on fire, jumps up on his lap, and just fucking pisses on him marks her territory this is after the super fucking weird candlelit dinner that ella makes for him yeah so he's obviously injecting some like other weird stuff into ella's brain right so they have the weirdest candlelit dinner and then yeah the girlfriend goes down ella gets up and pisses he's just like you slime you filth you know die. i'm gonna take your part rip your eyes out yeah i'm gonna rip your fucking chest out chew your fucking heart ah and he's all fucking mad but there's a scene too in there where the monkey has the like scalpel mm-hmm. or whatever it is. No, no, it's the it's the syringe, the syringe, and Ella can't bring herself to no the straight razor can't bring herself to cut Alan. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right, so there is this like extra layer of her her love for this man. She can't bring herself, and he starts saying all this horrible shit to her, right? 
Yeah. Turns on the music with the voluntary action he needs to get his surgery. And I had to say, this is one of the wildest endings. Dude, it blew my mind, man. Watching Hunter's face as he grabs Ella by the back with his teeth and just like 40 times just ragdolls this this creature. Yeah. With it, his bare fucking teeth. Law of the jungle. It's one of the weirder. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen committed to film. Like, you're just like, and it's weird. because In, in a movie that showed me so many. And again. This was 11-year-old Josh Griffey in the Midwest in the 90s, like early 90s. Yeah. So not yeah. a lot of uh, lenses to watch stories from, right? Right. This movie showed me a lot of weird shit at that age, and that was memorable. But I guess what's weird is I should have seen it coming. I don't know if that sounds weird, but like I feel uh, like... You know what I thought it was going to be? He was going to use his one voluntary motion to fucking windshield wiper his hand and throw her into like a fireplace. Oh, uh, that would have worked. A death by fire, right? I thought Next he was gonna. Fire. I thought he was gonna um, run her over. That was like that was like. Oh, I thought it was gonna cool. be like a break her neck yeah. situation. I there was something because you you kind of should have seen it come right. He's like, well, I've got five thousand years of civilized life yeah. right into me. Yeah, but there's an animal in there. I there felt- was something too personal about it i just like that is a personal yeah murder and honestly i fucking was mad when i watched it this time right i thought so i was like i i wanted ella to just run away what like, was weird like, is i just felt really silly not knowing that was going to happen like i felt like watching the movie but did like, it not bother you watching him just fucking mangle ella with his teeth yeah like i was hoping that okay you bring up the civil- honestly like bothered like, me. I I sympathize with Ella. I know she just murdered line. like six people. So you bring up the civilization line because I was thinking about this, and I thought what it would be was Ella adapting, like basically Alan forcing Ella to come to reason. Like if she has this level of human intelligence, essentially. Also, sorry, Jeffy's like you could pass a college course I'm like hey let's not get ahead of ourselves all right opening the door is very different than also like i a passed midterm. a bunch of college courses yeah. not that i impressive. have a fucking college degree it's not that difficult yeah also um, we saw ella get one right in a law class so yeah. maybe relax. she's better than all of us i don't know so i i thought maybe the way it was gonna end and i don't remember the last time i watched this i'd completely forgotten how this movie ended um I thought it was going to end more than likely with, uh, like, a coming, like, a civility conversation. Like, something where she, like, she goes off into the night to be by herself. Like, it's over. Like, it's like a breakup, almost. I'm going to run. You'll I thought that's where it was going to go. For, you'll have to live with this because you did it. When it didn't happen, yeah. and he literally, yeah, like, ragdolls, I was like, that feels like maybe such at a... the end he's trying to take his first jog again. He looks up in the tree and there's Ella and they give yeah, each other. Like, they're like, that was pretty fucked up. I, I don't know how you bad. felt about it. I feel like <laughs> I was that whole scene. Yeah. Kind of a cop out, to be honest with you. Not it, even a cop out. Like it's visually cool. Sure. But it just lacks the narrative cohesion pumping. that you want from an ending like that. Like uh, him, I don't know about him that, getting though. the him getting the surgery to correct like him getting the surgery to okay, correct the misdiagnosis that, waste of time that that sucks and also you're just you're literally just using disability as a prop at yeah, that point not okay that's a bad fucking look i i will say though back to alan biting ella 
I think it is just reinforcing this thing. Alan is a character that on a base level we want to sympathize with. Right. Because we all can understand, oh, my God, what if that was taken away? And all of a sudden you had to change everything in your life. People look at you different, treat you different, right? Mm -hmm. These things that a lot of us just never have to deal with, right? We get it. So you want to relate with this guy. I think this guy fucking sucks. Yeah. And when he kills Ella, I was like, this is his way to, in his mind, be like, monkey did it, not me. Right. This is a way to absolve himself of any, like, wrongdoing. Yeah, I I honestly was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I was mad. Absolutely. At the end, I will say, the extra moment watching Hunter's face was magic when they start the surgery and Ella ah! comes fucking flying out of the incision. I was like, <laughs> it offers no value to the movie. Rad as fuck. Absolutely. So I just lied. It offers a huge amount of value. It's just rad. Not everything has to be for narrative. That was fucking cool. I... Yeah, I mean, honestly, I just, I it does not sit right with me that that's how that movie ended. Like, it's not. No, okay. I, I, I think the, hey, don't worry, you're better than being disabled. Mm-hmm. It, that that's a bad look. Yeah, that's not like great. that's just something that now that we get to hear stories from people in that community more that I think we're aware of. I think this story would be told very differently now. Um, but I will say, I do. I found it. I remember some of, like, the big hits, right? Like, just the absurdity of a monkey killing people, right? Yeah. The, uh, the face sit was, like, a seminal developmental moment for me. <laughs> that that whole sex scene, I, I'm fucking not kidding. That is one of the first sex scenes I ever saw in a movie. Really? Okay. Like, an all-the-way sex scene. That was one of the first, and it fucking blew my mind. Because you always scene... thought sex was, like, the same thing, right? You always had this idea of what it was. Right, right. And that one had, like, oh, my God, they're doing different stuff, whatever. So I remember that kind of stuff. I think today, though, the – I just – I wanted justice for Ella, man. Like, yeah. I don't feel like she's a monster because she offed some of those people. I agree. I think Alan did it, and I think he literally skates away into his new life. Not I think he's okay. going to abuse the monkeys on that farm. I think he's a bad guy. I agree. I think, I think he's he sucks. a bad, bad, bad guy. Inappropriate. Not a great yeah. for a movie that is outside every norm possible. The ending is so disappointing because the comeuppance is supposed to be for Alan, not for Ella. Yeah, that's the problem. That is yeah. the problem. No civilized life in any human in this movie except for Melanie, the girlfriend. Seems like she's trying her best to she's make trying. a better place. She's trying. She's trying she, real hard. She's trying. She gave him a face sit, and she's doing her thing. I mean, she also, like, took him fishing, had a lot of, like, baguettes, which yeah. seems rude. Look, she did. She did what she had to do, all right? And she got herself, yeah. she got herself off. I, I have respect for that. I wanted her to find a better person. I did, too. She I wanted it. her to do better. I wanted her to trade up from this guy. Agreed. He is mean to everyone around him, and he blames it on monkey teeth. Maybe Ella should have had human teeth. That's my theory. Ella should have. Maybe had human he was teeth. the monster the whole time, and he was just running so fast we couldn't quite see it. Yep, that's my theory. I don't know. What a just a fucking weird movie. But this is a classic example of amazing cover art. You're just like, whatever that is, I'll watch it. Yes. And then just a 
strange sojourn through the world of cinema. Uh, again, I was maybe 10 or 11, and this was like way above my head at the time, right? Because I was like, it'll be a monkey, killer monkey. I get it. And then there's just a lot of extra emotional baggage in this film. It's it is it is something else. What what else can you say? That's it for Monkey Shines. That's uh it what a for great month. Animals Attack the Pod Month. It's been delightful. It's been really cool to go back to the source. Um now that we're grizzled podcast vets, you know, it's nice to go back. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Our next curation is going to be amazing. The Pod done it. Right? It's movies where the characters obviously committed a crime and are trying to cover it up, get yep. away with it. Yep. Um, we know something that they want us not to know. So I know we're doing Thoroughbreds. We're doing Thoroughbreds. We're doing Diablique. Yep. We're doing She-Devil. She-Devil. And Gone Girl. Gone Girl, right? Yeah. So quite, quite the lineup for that. We have some double features in our future. September, it's going to be Alex's chance to have a birthday gift bonanza. What? I didn't yeah, know Neil that. Yeah, Neil before Dandy, right? And oh, I man. will yes and his ass, so be prepared for that. And then, you know, October's looming, so great time to join the pod. Yeah. Great time to join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Phil Malcolm is we'll pod, guys. We'll have to figure guys. out something cool to do for... For all of you guys going in October. Every person who supports us means the world to us. So we thank you. you if you can, we would appreciate it greatly. Filmalchemistpod at gmail. Or no, film uh, patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. Yep. Filmalchemistpod at gmail.com is the email. Um, if you don't have the, the ability to support Patreon, I get it, man. Five stars, uh, ratings and reviews are a great way to help out. Find us on your socials. Share us with your friends. Tell people you know about the show. There's a ton of great ways to help us out, and we appreciate all of them. Thank you for an amazing four years, guys. Here to four more years from now, we'll be back to getting attacked by animals because uh, we can't get enough of it. We will return to this, and thank you guys for the time uh, over these four years, man. Uh, may the next four be equally as amazing. For the we film alchemist. I'm Josh. I'm Alex D.